Welcome to this podcast that is all about funding. From grants to crowdfunding, we will be talking with nonprofits, foundation representatives, federal consultants, passionate community members, and so forth from every angle of the funding community to see how they can get funded, what their challenges are, and what questions they have on securing funding. I will be answering questions and providing tips and advice on how to best move forward in securing funding for your nonprofit, research, or business. My name is Holly Rustic, and I am creator of WeGo Consulting, that's writing, editing, grants, and organizational development. You can find me at www.wegogrants.com or www.hollyrustic.com, where you can also sign up and get free grant templates and get access to grant writing books and courses. As a grant writer for more than a decade, having managed grants for various organizations around the world, securing millions and millions of dollars for organizations, and being a federal reviewer, I have seen every side of the coin for funding. I'm excited to share information and try my best to answer any questions so you can increase your funding and organization to impact your community and the world at large. So let's get started because money can be groovy. Today we are going to be going over four questions and these questions are really important to once again just really narrow down exactly why you are doing what you're doing. So really answering the question, you know, your why. And this is really good. You can do this same little exercise with your board members. You can do it with your beneficiaries and you can do it with your staff. And I really recommend that you do this as an annual kind of retreat or you incorporate it into your annual retreat because it's so important to find out people's why. Now, one major challenge that a lot of organizations have is high turnover. And this is especially true in the nonprofit industry. It's a huge challenge because people come on, you do a lot of trainings, um, different kind of certifications, and then people leave and the next people come on. And if you're operating as a nonprofit, you have all these different grants going on at different times. And it's just, it can be really daunting because a lot of the, the investment that you did with those grants was training up different people and then they leave. So how do we really look at sustainability and how do we look at retaining staff? And really it comes back to knowing everyone's why. I mean, there's there's definitely more to it than that, but that's a major, major foundation. Of course, we can also look at this and say, you know, it's important for, you know, staff to actually feel included. But if you ask them their why and you ask these different questions that I'm going to talk about in just a minute here, then you're really going to have their why and they are going to feel more involved. And like I said, this can be for your board, for your employees, which also includes your volunteers. And for your beneficiaries, kind of covers all things. And then you can kind of like keep track of this too. It's just a really great way to figure out why everyone's there and to really know. And even if you've known these people for a long time and you're close to them in other ways, but you know, a lot of times we don't really have the time or we just don't make the conscious effort to ask these questions even of ourselves. So it really does show a lot more. Okay, so without further ado, let's get to these questions of finding out your why. So one question 
we could ask, the first question is, what is your main passion of you being on this board or organization or in this program, right? You could finish it off with either any of those. But you want to know the main passion. And a lot of people, you know, they're passionate to be uh, on board or employees or a part of an organization because they believe in its mission and vision. And we did discuss, mi- mi- we discussed <laughs> mission and vision last time. So you can definitely check out that podcast. But, you know, we really want to get to the passion. You know, I know people that have started up nonprofits for parents with children with disabilities, and that's because they themselves um, are parents with children with disabilities, and they see that there's a lot of advocacy needed, and there's a lot of resources that need to be established and just support. So they started a nonprofit, and that's a lot of their passion behind that. So you do see that a lot with nonprofits, especially, that they started or they're involved in that. Um, organization because they have a specific stake involved, right? They have experience. Maybe um, they themselves were a beneficiary of the program, so now they want to be employed by your organization or volunteering there. But it's still important to ask the question because, you know, a lot of times what you see is just a board not being very effective or just the high turnover rate in the organization or your beneficiaries not engaging because their passion is not connected to the mission and vision of the organization. So they don't feel connected or valued. So once again, the first question is, what is your main passion of you being on this X, right? Fill the blank in. <laughs> and then the second question is, all right, and I, I really like this question. This is a really good conversation starter is, what do you have to offer? You know, when we ask this question of ourselves, and this could be something you have people fill out together, I like it kind of as an open, you know, fill it out and then let's have like an open conversation. I actually did this exercise at a training I did last week and it was awesome. Like it just, man, it had a lot of, stirred a lot of discussion and, you know, they're able to even say, hey, you know, what exactly do we want to do with this organization? I mean, it was super cool just to see what the outcomes of this. But the second question, once again, is what do you have to offer? You know, a lot of times, a lot of board members, they're just, you know, on so many different boards and they might have their expertise to offer. They have legal advice. Um, as an employee, you what do you have to offer? You could have to offer your managerial skills or you could have, you know, relationships with beneficiaries beneficiaries are the people that you're reaching, they could really have to offer, you know, we have, we're going to support this organization, we're going to be able to do, you know, some volunteering or just help with different things or, you know, anything. I mean, so it's just, but it's really good to say, oh, I do have something to offer because honestly, that's the result of that question. What do you have to offer? You start thinking about what exactly are my skills? What do I bring to the table? my passion, how can that translate into something tangible? And then you realize, wow, I actually do have something to offer. And all of a sudden, there's more buy-in automatically. So that's that creation of credibility right there because, um, you know, you're just in that culture, that you're creating a culture in your environment and in your organization. Okay, so that's what the second question you want to ask. The third question is, what do you want in return? Now, this might seem a little narcissistic, but it's not, okay? So people, it's a give and take. It really is a give and take. And I love this question because it really gets you thinking, oh, I can have something back. It's not just all give, give, give. And in the nonprofit sector, I mean, people get burned out all the time. And I just 
there are ways that this can be mitigated. And one of those ways is to ask yourself, okay, what do I want in return? So let's go back to the example of you're a board member. You know, you're offering your time, you're offering your services and your skills, you're passionate to be a part of it. But what do you want in return? And sometimes, I mean, that's not tangible. Sometimes it's like the satisfaction of helping out. Sometimes it's, you know, it doesn't have to be, but other times it can be. I want to help this organization, but what I want in return is I also want support on things that I do and, you know, that I'm interested in. So, you know, I want to network. I want to build up my reputation. I want to, you know, increase my portfolio. I mean, these are things, it's fine. And as a as an employee or volunteer, what you want in return too is you want a paycheck, you want to get paid well, you know, these kind of things. I mean, why not? I mean, that's what you're there for sometimes, right? But you also, you know, you're passionate, you've identified the passion of being there, you've identified how you offer. So other things that you want in return too is I want this organization to grow in this way. I want to see X happen. But I think once you actually put it on the table, what you have to offer, and then actually what you want back, then it's more of a give and take. And all of a sudden, it becomes more of a relationship. And you're not looking at burnout because you're looking more specifically at what you want to see accomplished. And this question is great in a conversation because all of a sudden you might not, oh, they want that? The X person wants that? The volunteer wants that? And even more importantly, when your beneficiaries are actually asking this question or telling you what they want, then you can, this is great for your data and your information. I mean, just these questions alone can be, you can record it too, so you can have qualitative data and you can have quantitative data as well. And you can really ask, you know, what do you guys want? I mean, it's more of a qualitative thing, but, you know, and they can tell you, I want to see this happen or I want a house if I'm in this program, or I want you know, my kids to get fed. Like whatever you're doing, if you're doing a housing you know, program or if you're doing community development, like what do the people there actually want? And that can really help drive forward uh, your organization and its ability to say, okay, this is what the people want. So let's look at the grants that actually do those things. So it really helps and it really just brings up that conversation again that's so important to have. And the last question, this might not apply to all uh, of these different three segments of the board, the organization, and your beneficiaries, but definitely for your board, I would ask the question, what change do you want to see by the end of your term? And this is great because a lot of boards, you know, they're one year or two year positions. And this really gives them something to look at and a goal to accomplish. You know, it's not just, we're not just going to do all the fundraisers we did last year and you're kind of going through the motions and then you're done with your term and you got to say, oh, I was on part of that board. Like that's not, you know, a lot of people do that. And I mean, I totally get that in some ways, but that's not really making an impact or a change. And it's really not feeding you as an individual. It's, you know, you're, that it does lead to mouth and if that's your attitude. So what we want to say is, you know, well, I'm passionate about being on this board or if I'm not, then leave. Like, you know, like you want to have, this is how you can also really see, are these the right employees at this organization? Are these the right board members? So it's a really good way to kind of just really focus down and to make your organization and what you're doing just better value and, you know, just to have that culture of, good attitudes because a lot of times you know you don't want the burnout you don't want the negative energy you want to have something powerful and that is nourishing for everybody what change do you want to see by the end of your term then they really have goals and this could even be for your employees you could say or in your volunteers 
what change do you want to see by the end of the year? So if you're asking these questions maybe at an annual retreat, you could say at the end of the year, what do we really want to see accomplished? What change do you want to see? You know, your position, specifically your job description, like bring that to the forefront and say, what do I want to see? How do I want to see things done? It could be micro from that angle or it could be macro as a whole. What do you want to see the organization accomplish? And I think that's really good because you're probably going to get some different answers and you might come up with some really cool ideas as well. And then, of course, your beneficiaries, maybe they're in a program for a certain amount of time. Maybe it's time bound. And that could be a question you, you could ask as well. Um, what change do they want to see in their lives? What change do they want to see in the organization? You know what? So, I mean, these can be really awesome ways to collect data, but to also, once again, go back and find out your why and find out the why of your board and your employees, your volunteers and your beneficiaries and just create more like a, just a more cohesive culture and credibility as well. That is what I have today for your what is your why. I hope you enjoyed this short segment. Next week, we are going to talk about the SWOT analysis. So if you haven't done a strength, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. Um, we're definitely going to get into that next week. And I just want to go ahead and give a quick shout out. Um, my book is Wish Granted Tips, Tools and Templates to Write a Winning Grant is on Amazon. And it is free until August 31st. So that's um, about a day or two from when this goes out. So I'm going to try to get this out as soon as possible so you have an opportunity to go to Amazon, uh, look up Wish Granted Holly Rustic, and it will pop right up and you can download the ebook for free. That comes with a 10-part video series and 11 reusable templates. And it also comes with a workbook. It is a workbook. So it's like really awesome. It's all the things that I've been using. It's a lot of the stuff that we talked about in our last series on how to write a grant. So um, yeah, it's awesome. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this. As always, send me an email. Um, and yeah, let me know if you have any questions concerning grant writing, funding, organizational development, and more. All right, I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.